0: What is going on everybody? Welcome back to the Red River Horror podcast. I'm your host Joe Zakreski. This is episode number 54. I am joined by the one and only founder of redriverhorror.com, Eddie Caiaso. Hi Ed, how are you? Joe, I'm doing excellent and not sick this week. How are you? I'm uh, fantastic. Ooh. I'm fantastic. So glad so glad to hear you feeling better. Thank you very much. But I don't think you feel, you didn't sound that bad. It was like a head cold. It just wouldn't go away. Yeah, it's weird. That's been going around because I'm pretty sure my wife had the okay. same thing, and I'm pretty sure my daughter had the same thing. Wow. And somehow I came away unscathed. But also, I don't think I would know. Like, I'm just constantly, the way, like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but over, like, the last, like, year or 2 with just just way, like, pollen's here, pollen's gone. It's a, you want a living horror? I don't know what my sinuses are doing half the time. I mean, I'm either super stuffy or super drippy. You know, there's no... I just want to
1: breathe. Yeah, your relationship with allergies, man, is unlike anyone I know. You have the horror story of all allergies. When when it happens, you're yeah,
0: and it didn't happen. So it was in my later teens. That's insane. That's until I was like nineteen.
1: Wow. <laughs> it's no, it's it's a sight to behold, and I feel bad every time because there's like
0: nothing I can do. It's just like, hey, yeah, man, you, sorry. You, you just you try <laughs> and medicate, and there's some extreme medications out there that I'll take every now and then, but you know they're, eh, you know. whatever it's all it's all good but hey welcome to episode number 54 and before we get into it remember to check out keystoneretro.com use code red river for 10 percent off your order that's at keystoneretro.com code red river so before we were getting into the episode we're just like hey what uh what do you want to talk about and it's just like we're we were coming up with ideas real quick and. I really like where you where you want to go with this. Of like, I've been like comprising a list of things I want to watch, Mm -hmm. but I keep finding myself watching things that I've already seen or going back to it. I feel like that just happens a lot, especially like when we've talked to other people. It's like, oh, I gotta watch that again. Yeah. And then like, what what are you what are you vibing on right now?
1: So we're calling this episode "Play It Again, Angus" and Joe. the, The reason I brought it up, you had a great topic, but you wanted to save that for another podcast. We shall. Because I find myself yearning to watch Phantasm 1 through 5 again, and there's a weird sort of, there's a new nostalgia surrounding it. So last week we spoke about the Ghostbusters afterlife, and that really gave me goosebumps. It's like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to watch this like together with you, my wife, like my family. Like That's going to be a big moment of nostalgia for me. Mm-hmm. But last year, we had a really good thing going outside. Yeah. It, 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 was, it was the Wild West. Mm-hmm. You know, so we were just like, okay, well, we've never seen. We saw Phantasm 1 back in the day, loved it. Phantasm 2 was like, okay, where mm-hmm. are we going with this? We were never able to get a hold of Phantasm 3. <laughs>
0: no, not until last year.
1: Yep. So finally, I think we decided to ultimately watch Phantasm 4. At some point, we used to talk about the basement. Mm-hmm. And now, so so that was kind of where we left it back in the day. Our lives got busy. And then last year we decided let's do it one to five. And we actually started with two to five. We watched them outside. We would get like a good dinner.
0: Yes, we did. You know? Had a nice little meal outside. Had movie on the projector. So I feel a little nostalgic for that. So I
1: I actually just popped on Phantasm two again. Mm-hmm. For that's a, now that's the third time in my life that i've watched that film and it was literally a sense of nostalgia for last year yeah for what what we did so going back to the good stuff there's a stronger feeling than ever i don't know i can't explain it
0: i'm vi- I, I feel you there like i've been getting that way a lot with with um movies like You know, obviously last week talking about Ghostbusters and being like, oh, man, I got to rewatch those. And I asked my daughter, I'm just like, like, did you see this trailer yet? And she was like, did you see these? She's just like, yeah. I'm like, no, you didn't. She's like, no. (laughs) She's like, but then I showed her the trailer and she got all hype. So it's like, you know, that's a good rewatch. And then I was like, "Um, just thinking about other things. You know what's always on my list of I need to watch this again? Just because it makes me laugh so much. And it's also just such a fun movie. John Carpenter's vampires.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, that is oh my gosh! Like,
0: all the time, like even when you're we doing like the Halloween list last year, like it wasn't on there at all. But it's like it's I oh, oh, it's one of those ones that's so so great and always just you know drops to the back of the back of my mind, and then when it pops back up, I'm like, oh yeah,
1: it's a good freaking movie. Yeah, it's vicious. It's funny. It's yeah. scary.
0: It's James Woods at the top of his game. Really? Yeah. You get a little wood there, Padre. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, I was roughing you up back there. Yeah. <laughs> a little mahogany. Yeah. Oh, uh- dude, the
0: way they catch him and everything—where they yeah. like, use like a, a harpoon and just drag him out in the sunlight. Yeah, the movie's awesome.
1: That's that's a good callback. But Joe, every year. The Red River Horror listeners, you're always more than welcome. If you want to come to Philadelphia, if you're not in the yeah. immediate area, uh, we I my wife and I have a big party at our house, big Halloween party. It's always the last Saturday in October. And Joe, you wouldn't believe it, but every single year, one person says, "Hey, can we watch vampires on the on the big screen out back?" It's like, "Oh, yeah, sure." So
0: it's not your dad.
1: It's he. he he's the
0: one who put it on before. I know he's put it on at a at a Halloween party.
1: Yes. He he definitely started that, and then people. It was funny because in the early days of the party, it wasn't like three levels. So now you have the first floor, yeah. which is more the kids like doing pumpkin painting and the adults <laughs> refilling their plates and stuff like that. Downstairs is the people drinking yeah. and uh, having a good time, you know, doing college age type stuff.
0: I mean, but it's when we're, we were college when aged, we were college age. <laughs> it's much more mature now. Yeah,
1: but then out back in the big back driveway that we have, uh, we have the screen set up and the fire pit. And yes, Big Ed used to put vampires on because he liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. But what was happening is people would then leave like, the party, all go out back, and now they're all watching vampires.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's something we could do year-round, like a play-it-again play again theater. And I think we've mentioned that before, but it's a matter of just having the space to have people, like, you know. I mean, we got folding chairs and stuff, but it's like, yeah, do we really want to host all that all the time?
1: <laughs> this is uh, just once a year. Once a year, just once. A, I, I know, and you actually, I think you can relate uh, to the struggle because how many people in your life tried to do it? Just like, all right, like
0: New Year's is going to be our thing. Uh, that's every <laughs> new home owner. Like everybody yes. knows first thing they do when they like buy a house, they like do uh, New Year's is going to be our thing. Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm just as guilty. Just buying a house where I'm just like I feel like I could do it do it better, and that's not an offense to anybody. It's just, I just know everybody's just like, yeah, we're going to be New Year's. But that was like, especially when you we were younger, it just got out of control. Yeah. And that was the case for my sister. <laughs> oh, that's right. She did have one one year. <laughs> yeah. They, she... just, they just got the house. They'd been in there for about six months, and it, it was out of control. Mm-hmm. that hmm was like one of the wildest parties I've ever been to. And they've never done it again since, yeah. since that.
1: I forgot about that. I actually was there. Oh, my gosh. I think you were, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... So the funny thing is, like you say with people with New Year's, I decided back in 07 that we're going to try it. And at that first party, it was at my parents' house. I was still in college. I was the one who got obliterated. Everybody else was – all the things that you would worry about, like other people, people you don't really know that well, just coming and – destroying things or however it's gonna be i was i was i didn't destroy anything but i got the drunkest out of everybody it was a good time <laughs> but for some reason it's stuck there's actually greg has been every single one since 07
0: he's a trooper yeah i mean that's the only time i ever see him he talks to me like you know as if we're best buddies and i appreciate that yes because hey, i am just a friendly guy absolutely who just likes the party and friendly
1: so the last can't, saturday can't in october every year uh, is the big Ciazzo Halloween party, and every year that's just a, it, that's what it reminds me of vampires. Yeah. Whereas back in the day, we used to pop it on, it's just like all right, this this is a good yeah. just a good
0: movie. I'm ninety percent sure the last time I've seen a clip of it was at a Halloween party. Yep, you know, and just this is going to be the fifteenth year of you having them oh i think
1: Wow, oh seven okay uh so 14th so
0: 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 16
1: 16 17 18 19 20
0: 21 15th yeah 15 years minus the one year that was your wedding instead
1: right (laughs) that was the last saturday (laughs) in october was our wedding
0: how about that yeah good times
1: so anyway, Vampires is a great one, and yeah. so I've been really, really wanting to watch. I just popped on Phantasm Two one day. I had the baby, and it was after work, and I'm like, I just want to watch. <laughs> I know, the baby probably shouldn't be watching. He Phantasm does. He's
0: II. fine. This is like yeah. the time to do it.
1: All right, perfect. So I popped that on, and it just gave me it gave me goosebumps. I'm thinking like, oh man, and it was weird. I got nostalgic for like last year, not yeah. the time all those years ago. We were what we were talking about the first time we did it. Like way back in the day, I was more like, oh man, I really miss when we watched All Five Phantasms outside <laughs> last year. Uh, but another film mm-hmm. to bring up, and and this isn't a theme, there's there's not an underlying theme for okay. all this, but we will wrap this up nicely. Uh, Christine is another one of those films slash audiobooks that I have to just I, I just Gotta have do it again. Itch to watch and listen to again.
0: All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Chris, Christine's always been a big one in the Cayaso household. Yeah. Um I remember uh in the basement, your dad had the what Was it like? It was like a he had like a few of those bumper stickers it's just like hanging a, in the back. Yes. And one of them was the Christine one. Mm-hmm. Um and then Yeah.
1: I'm, I might so, look that up. That was actually a famous bumper sticker it I was think. at one
0: at one time yeah so we got christine now which is which is the better car the the barracuda and phantasm or
1: so all right real quick it's watch out for me i am pure evil i am christine that's, that's it. the
0: one that's it that's the exact one
1: so joe as luck would have it they're both plymouths
0: are they the same car? See, you, no. you, you know more about this than I do.
1: They're not the same car, mm-hmm. but they are both Plymouth. So I just want to get the Phantasm one right. So Plymouth was the value brand of Chrysler. Right. It was Chrysler, the top tier, uh, Dodge, which was slightly under Chrysler, and Plymouth. Like, Plymouth was under that. Okay. So I I want to get... The Barracuda, right? Because there's a specific year, and I know I know we will get called out like crazy if we don't get it right. <laughs> Got to make
0: sure you get it right. Uh-huh.
1: So I know that Christine was a 1958 Plymouth Fury. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, and I'm going to just try and look this up here. If I'm not mistaken, it was a Plymouth Belvedere. And the Fury was like an addition of that. Okay. None came in red. But Christine's red. Christine's red. So it was custom made for Roland D. LeBay, the main character. Uh, I mean not the main character, the he owns the car. Right. And in the book, he sells it to Arnie. In the movie, his brother.
0: And that's John Travolta? No. Is John Travolta? Is John Travolta in Christine?
1: No, John Travolta's not in Christine. There's the bad guy, Buddy Reperton. He's like Arnie's like he messes, he's the bully. What
0: What movie is Travolta in?
1: He's in a uh, Carrie. Carrie, that's yes. it. Yeah. yeah. So the 1958.
0: See, I need to watch Christine again. It's been a minute.
1: Oh, it's it's so good. And honestly, both both the movie and the book. So let me get the So the car in Phantasm is a Plymouth Barracuda. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna get the year. What type of Hey Google, what type of what year was the barrack <laughs> the Plymouth Barracuda uh in Phantasm? And we will find this right here. Alright. 1971. So the, the car used in filming was a nineteen seventy-one Plymouth Cuda modified to look like it had a 446 barrel. In reality, the car had a 340 and was a four speed. Okay. Uh, yes, and I actually knew this second point. So this is graveyardcarswithaz.com uh, that I'm looking. Director Don Coscarelli remembered being envious of a guy in high school who had a brand new Cuda and chose the car for the film because he thought it was cool.
0: I mean, it was a pretty cool car back then. Yes. At least to my knowledge. I only know one person who really liked Barracudas and had a Barracuda. <laughs> it was yeah big ed yes yeah, your dad yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was a mopar guy and yeah that's so i mean it's up until until he gives you that truck right i mean oh yes that'll be
1: the end of the line that'll be the end of the line mm. i'm very excited
0: so i mean that's, that's 04 the way for
1: dodge dakota baby it's got yeah. a 3.7 magnum v6 yeah yeah
0: yeah and treated like perfect yes so it's in great condition that's exciting
1: that is exciting.
0: Now, speak, so and then there's another car behind you.
1: There is another car behind me. This is
0: a supernatural. Im, that's the Impala from the show Supernatural. Correct. 1967 Chevy.
1: Chevy Impala. Yes.
0: Impala. All right. So which one wins? So we go street races. So we go out of oh. those three. You throw them down on a on a track. Who's who's taking it? The Cuda. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The Cuda is actually a sports car. So okay, there's a little backstory here in the book of Christine. He explains a little more. So, so Arnie, the main character, is really good with cars. And the funny thing is, like, he's chess player, he's a brain, but his one thing that's not like that heady stuff, or what he's good at, which is like in the manual labor side. Which his parents are college people, so they're not fond of his infatuation with cars. Hmm. He's very good at fixing and working on cars.
0: That's right. I mean, it's in like a garage. Yep, right? I mean, that's garage. the first kill, right? In the garage? Uh, the first the kill barn? was
1: not. I will, so the first ah. kill, I'll just give away, that's uh, Moochie Welch. He's one of the friends of the John Travolta looking guy who's Buddy mm. Repperton. But anyway, okay. he even says... So the car, obviously, in the book has there's it's like almost supernatural I guess in the movie too there's like supernatural tendencies yeah so Arnie pretty much says to his I think it was his dad or Dennis his best friend that nobody ever thought of the 1958 Plymouth Fury as a classic
0: right that's <laughs> a classic uh, yeah so car. that's that's in there right okay
1: so this is a huge car a huge old Plymouth just mm. you know, just
0: beautiful. The, the 50s. Barracuda came later and completely. That that's the hot Plymouth.
1: That that's the one that that's even,
0: a, even when Christine's like the book has been written. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Christine came after. So the the thing is, if if the Cuda had to race the Impala mm-hmm. from Supernatural or the Plymouth Fury from Christine, the Cuda would win on the quarter mile. Okay. Now there's a funny story about the Supernatural car. So when uh, Eric Kripke, who was one of the, I think he was a writer on the Mm X-Files, he created the show Supernatural. And when they were talking about what car to use, what car was hot around the time Supernatural came out? Now, this was, I believe, 05, mid-2000s.
0: Supernatural was, I mean, what, it was on UPN before before CW. It was one of the shows that was on before CW. It was like WB... Then and UPM were two different things, and then they combined for CW. Because I remember I thought it was done. Right. I thought it was just like, oh, well, that's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I never watched it. Yeah. But no, it, it went on for a long time yes. with a very, very loyal fan base. Yes. Um, so that's very impressive. Um, so
1: I'll just give you a hint, because yeah. I know you're not a car guy, but this is actually pretty cool. Okay. So it's the mid-2000s, the first... Car to come back in that beautiful retro style
0: was the impala was the mustang was it the mustang yeah uh is that when like in nascar they started having like they did mustangs for a hot minute before doing fusions
1: i'm not sure or
0: didn't they do impalas after so wait a they, minute the impalas with the cir- they had like the circle lights when they brought them back right
1: they, they did but those were like those impalas weren't sports cars like for sure yeah they're like sedans like Ford brought back the Mustang and everybody was so excited because it really looked like okay. a '60s Mustang. They started that whole retro design. Then Dodge came out with the Charger, which looked nothing like the old Charger. And then Chevy oh, finally brought back the Camaro. Oh,
0: that's how it works. Mm-hmm. And so at that time, it's just like how cool would it be to have a a classic Impala as these guys' car?
1: Well, so at the time, Eric Kripke wanted a two-door mustang an old like mm. like fastback black like from bullet uh right like that kind of yeah. but steve like
0: mcqueen black mustang. and intimidating yeah
1: but the reason they went with the impala is simple one that's an imposing pretty creepy looking car two you can't fit bodies in the back of a mustang right
0: no <laughs> my mom has
1: one right so they needed a trunk for the arsenal that they carry that the brother the Winchester brothers carry. So that's okay. why they wanted something imposing and uh and big. So baby as they refer to it in Supernatural. That's right. Uh is is a four-door big 1967 Impala. So it's the the Impala is the biggest of them all.
0: How about that? Yeah. All right. Now, is that a series that um did you did you see it to finish? I didn't. Um when I remember, like things got a little screwy, like how their last season came out. Then I don't know.
1: I'm, I can't remember. I don't. I didn't. Did I didn't, COVID stop them from filming their last season for a while?
0: I have no idea. We'd have to check in with. Uh, we know a few big supernatural fans, so right? maybe we'll do a supernatural dedicated episode. I think we should and We'll put together a little supernatural panel.
1: I didn't think about that until until you just said, "Well, yeah, you, grab you, you li- just
0: thought of that." <laughs> can grab Wally, yeah, Dan, see if uh. The girl, Mary, who used to put together our Supernatural tweets. Oh, right. Well, I'll see if she wants to jump in there.
1: Just, just just, to let everybody know, back in the day, we had Twitter rocking and rolling, man. We had Tony Todd Tuesday at oh, yeah. a huge clip. We had a trending. We had Xander Berkeley Friday. He, of course, is the actor that played, what was his big comeback? That was The Walking Dead is where he got like another a round. New, of, a new
0: level of fans, yeah.
1: Yeah, like like a different, like that kind of fan base that would say, oh, I like this character. Yeah. So um and he's in Candyman too. So which sure was weird, is. him and Tony Todd. So yeah, yep. Tony Todd Tuesday rockin' and rollin' Zander, Berkeley Friday rockin' and rollin'. But as part of your old podcast, there was a supernatural tweets.
0: Yo yeah, that was <laughs> on that was on before I think I even joined. Wow. So wow.
1: Yeah. I that's a great idea. I think I think it's time we talk about supernatural at some point. Yeah, I
0: mean I like learning learning about things and I've never seen an episode. Um, but I remember, you know, I know Wall was big, huge fan, yeah. uh, you know, Dan, buddy Dan, big fan. So we can, we can take it from there. We'll just see, you know, throw it together. We'll have some fun with it. Who knows? And then, um, yeah, that's cool though. Cars. I don't know anything about them, but Hey, they look nice. They do. You know, they look they, nice. That's a nice do. looking car. Um, did I give you, cause I remember when I was getting loot crate, I got like a baby like matchbox car. Oh. Did I give that to you or did I give it right to Wally? You may have given it to Wally. I think I gave it to Wally.
1: I, I mean, honestly, my pile's over there because I'm starting to pack some stuff up. I do. I think it's a lot of Camaros, though. I so wanted a Camaro 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, I know I gave it to someone. <laughs> but uh, I digress. So back to things that you want to watch again. I got, Yes. I got asked this question that, not, on, like, not asked, but... Added in someone's Instagram story. Okay. Saying, I want you to talk about this on your podcast. Oh. And now, this person in particular, I would like to have them on just because uh, interesting guy with plenty to say and just unbelievable photographer and a cinephile.
1: Oh, excellent. So
0: you can find them on, um, on Instagram at Stranger Philly. Stranger Philly. Yes. Pictures are. Are great, and he also and he listens to the podcast. Uh, maybe. Oh, I
1: thought he wanted us to talk about a movie. Maybe so
0: he's part of the uh, he's part of the uh, folks, but not hmm. not one of the guys I played music with. So it's someone I knew from there. Okay, through them, who's since moved down here, um, and I've been wanting to get him on more. Like you know, talk about photos and movies, but he brought up a question. They just like bring this up. And like even Steve asked me a couple of questions and it's like he's got a whole list. So if you end up following Stranger Phil, you'll see in his stories he does a lot of these like, you know, which is better. A lot of like quizzes and stuff. Okay. It's he's a fun page to follow. But he posed this question and it's a movie I haven't seen in forever. And it was, is Donnie Darko a superhero movie? Oh, I would say no. All right. So he, he says, yeah. It is a superhero movie. And then it's like, I can hardly remember a lot of the details. So it's like. Uh,
1: You could look at him as a hero of sorts. I would.
0: Yeah, so he.
1: Hmm. That's a great question, though. Yeah,
0: so he said, if I come on, he has a list. And he says, if he comes on, he's got a whole list of these. Okay. These questions. (laughs) That would be fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's and I'm based on like some of the stuff he comes up with it's got to be a great list. Yeah. Uh well one of them was spoiled where it's like I agree with it I don't think Steve agreed with it but hey. Um so what did I say for Donnie Darko? Can I uh it's like once it's gone it's gone I can't pull it back. Oh right. yeah
1: the stories. Yeah,
0: but he's just like you know I know for me Donnie Darko it's like I feel like it's more more sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And then so he drops it he's like I think it's a super superhero movie disguised as a sci-fi. You need to watch it again, which hey, we're talking about watching stuff again. Yes. I mean when you look up the definition of a superhero, Donnie checks every box. His name, like Peter Parker before him, is a superhero name. His girlfriend even says he sounds like a superhero to which he plays, "How do you know I'm not?" He doesn't get a cape, the costume, but he's a tragic superhero. It's like hmm. I'm like, "Interesting." Let's get you know, and it's like, uh, like we went through the same thing with Donnie Darko, where it was like it was just so hyped
1: when it first came out. Yes, but I it's will. Like, have you seen it? Have you seen it? I know.
0: I think you m- might have liked it a little more than I did. I,
1: I did, and now you're gonna hate this. <laughs> now I love it. Really? I am a fangirl of Donnie Darko. Get out of
0: here! Yeah. You know I'm not. I'm not surprised because yeah. we were both on like the. Everybody needs to shut the hell up about Donnie we Darko. <laughs> yeah, and you watched it before I did. I did, yes. And you know, I still remember you explaining it to me because you told me about it before I saw it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was pretty positive.
1: I, I mean, so. I thought it, it's a it's a well made film. It does make you think. Yeah. And but yes, every you. You and I both react the same way when everybody's just like, "Oh, this is it! This is the you yeah. got it!" Like, okay,
0: you can't tell me it's good. I need to know for myself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and so like, well, even that, like, I followed up with him, like, you know, what about like Frank, the bunny? Yeah, and he's just like, well, Frank's like his, um, you know, like his Alfred, like his sidekick. I'm like, eh, well, you know, we'll see. I, I, I would like to hear him elaborate a little more on that. Because uh, that's definitely one that I need to watch again because I don't remember it well enough to uh, like get into de- detail I, about it.
1: I would love to watch that again. It's one of the DVDs I actually set out to find, just mm-hmm. like Candyman. Now everything's available and everything's getting re-released. And yeah. now they're charging like $40 for like an Arrow version, which I hear is awesome, the artwork and all that fun stuff. Sure. But I actually set out and found Donnie Darko at Main Street Music and Maniunk. And I found uh, another one, Candyman, at the Monster Mania Con in oh. Jersey back uh, when it was still. So Candyman was out of print. Donnie Darko, I don't know if it was out of print, but it was hard for me to find. And I do try to buy my media from places. Like, like I, of Trying course. Try to shop I, small. Yeah, like, of course I can go online and buy anything I want, like. Uh, did, let me rephrase that. You can find anything you want, yeah. If you if you look, but I always try. I love I love the looking through the media, the thrill of the hunt. Yeah, yeah. So I found Donnie Darko and Candyman, which Candyman was definitely out of print when I found it. Um, but Donnie Darko, I would love to watch again and mm. see how you uh, react. Do you think that's an outside, or do you need to be inside and kind of focused?
0: No, I think we do that outside. All right. I don't think I have any problem with that. Yeah,
1: not yeah. saying we can't, but like outside is like the the big slashers. Like I just watched Friday the Thirteenth Part Two of mm-hmm. the Mountains outside. Nice. It's like because you don't, you know, the plot's not important. No, you know,
0: <laughs> like it's just it's just for fun.
1: But Donnie Darko is one of them. It's it's I love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a basic white bee. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, that's
0: fine. There's, I mean, another one. You know, not long after Donnie Darko with the same kind of thing was Napoleon Dynamite. I mean, I know it's not horror, but it, like it started off as like it wasn't a big release. No, it is word of mouth, and it just really like blew up really fast. Mm-hmm.
1: So, we both did like that, though. Oh yeah, Donnie Darko were like ah everybody, but hmm. Napoleon Dynamite because we discovered that not like yeah. we we were part of the oh did you see?
0: <laughs> I think my thing was just like. Jake Gyllenhaal, Bubble Boy. Yeah, was that? Yeah, it was after Bubble no, it was Boy. Was after Bubble or like, Boy. Or like, or was the other one like the dude from October Sky?
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't even know what October Sky is.
0: October Sky is a young Jake Gyllenhaal. Where I can't. All I remember, it's like the town freaking out because it's all based around Sputnik. Okay. And it's like when Sputnik's gonna go across the sky.
1: Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I can't remember what what the point of the movie was other than that, but maybe that was the whole thing. I don't know. That is not on my watch it again list.
1: Okay, so uh, that's a good, that's a good way to phrase it. So we were, you know, we're playing it again. Play it again, Angus.
0: Play it again, Angus. So, and that's Angus Scrim, the tall man,
1: the tall man, baby. So I said, "Phantasm one through five, Joe. We gotta watch those again." Christine, mm-hmm. oh, I gotta watch. You gotta watch that again. I do
0: gotta watch Christine again. And then for, I mean, we that's fun. Like why we started with two is because we remember one so much. And I was just like, like we got to start with two. I want to see two again. Yeah. Plus so.
1: one was remit, like one gets all the love and it was remastered by, you know, Don Coscarelli and JJ yeah. J. Abrams. So it was like, that was kind of a treat. It's like, all right, let's see how they pieced it back together. Yeah. I mean,
0: like one is, is the, you know, the most known and probably the best over, overall yeah. Yep. you know, but hey, I mean, like, um, eh, you know,
1: what was your play at again, Angus? So mine's a Phantasm one through five, and Christine for sure. So that's six movies.
0: Well, so I threw in John Carpenter's Vampires. Yep, that's, that's one. That's on there. Uh, other ones that I really want to get back to and just just watch again is the like one that, like uh, Nightmare on Elm Two. Okay. Like I haven't. I've only seen. Like I've seen the original and New Nightmare right. a bunch.
1: Yeah, cuz they're so good.
0: Yeah. And in between not as much, but I'm like I think I remember liking the second one. So the second one's always been on my list. Yeah. Um and then there, Vampires
1: uh, Oh, Donnie Darko, we are definitely yeah, watching Donnie that Darko. Game. I have to watch that once a year.
0: And then there's a uh I don't, here's one where I'm kind of torn because I think it's either, is it going to be a movie or a TV show for Salem's Lot? That I'm not sure. I think it's a movie. Uh, so the
1: one you would go back to?
0: So it's one of those ones that scared me to death as a kid, but it's like, it's like It, where it was made for TV. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I think it's just like the bad makeup made it scary to me. Okay. But maybe it's not really that scary. So it's like, that's why I kind of want to watch it again before another. Or do I not want to lose, you know, how creeped out I was? Yeah, it was a 1970. They had a 1979 miniseries, the 2004 miniseries. And then what's the next one going to be? Yeah, movie. <laughs> Guess who's in it? Oh. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, my God. In the new one? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's uh, way to do your homework, guys. Reboot of Stephen King's Salem Lot now <laughs> filming. Set off to filming in Ipswitch. Oh, I was just right. I was just up there. But yeah, like uh, you know what? No, that's still creepy. Look at a picture. This is the 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 vampire from one of the vampires from Salem's Lot in yeah. the nineteen seventy nine one.
1: Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah yes, super. Creepy. That was good stuff. Absolutely. That creepy. is a that is an absolutely. It's a play it against uh, yeah. Angus.
0: Yeah, so no question. That's crazy. Like he had he had published a book in seventy five and in nineteen seventy nine made for tv series. Man, Steve, has anybody had more like books turned into movies than Stephen King?
1: It's a good question. Uh, that would be something to research that we should definitely talk about. But Bro- I, Brothers
0: Grimm. That's Stephen King. No, that's the oh. Brothers Grimm. Just oh. wrote all those like oh German <laughs> folklore, like Hansel and Gretel, and just like made it Cinderella scary. and. I don't know, I'm just trying to think of anybody who's written anything that's been put on screen, and like those guys were dead before screen even was a thing.
1: So I have a theory, and I like, and and hey, yes. I like and have given Stephen King a lot of money over my lifetime. Mm-hmm. So I can say this. I think Stephen King, while of course a great American novelist, yes. has benefited greatly by amazing filmmakers taking his stories and making them
0: beautiful interesting and you know what makes that even more interesting because like when stacy mentioned mentioned the shining yeah like kubrick and king not on the same page no at all no with how that one came out
1: no and the shining Mm -hmm. great book Mm -hmm. exceptional movie uh but the first one if i'm not mistaken was Brian De Palma made Carrie. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll tell you, let me just see what year that was. Wow, I would have been right. I was going to say 76, I thought. So Stephen King has Carrie, which Brian De Palma made. Mm-hmm. That's an incredible film. It, definitely in my horror top 40, if not my top 10. I'm not sure. I'd have to, ooh, that's another good one. we got to make our top 10s. Uh, we, we haven't done that.
0: Of just horror movies in general? Just
1: horror movies. Like our top 10. Oh, that's
0: hard.
1: Joe and Eddie's top 10. That's but anyway. It. Yeah. Carrie was 76. The Shining was 1980. They were both incredible films.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, Children in the Corn, I don't think had a big name director behind it, did it?
1: No. And that's another mo- movie that is good and scary.
0: Yeah. Cujo. Cujo. He used to give me, then used to, you know, made me scared of St. Bernard's mm-hmm. until that movie Beethoven. <laughs> yeah. I think I saw them both around the same time. Oh. One not on purpose, one on purpose. Right. Beethoven I saw on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but
1: so you have Carrie, you have The Shining, two just yeah. pieces of horror art. Yeah. Like horror cinema art, like. And I love Children of the Corn. I have not seen Cujo because, spoiler alert, I don't want to see the dog die. I just can't. I know he's a mean dog. Right. But I just can't. I, I don't want to.
0: It hurts more. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And especially if it doesn't start out mean, you know? He's a lovable family pet. and mm-hmm. So, anyway. Uh, but then even, like, the 90s, we had It, which was the TV minis- miniseries. Yep. If you read, well, you and I both read It. Well, yeah, I had your copy. Right. <laughs> right. Th- that book, I I don't know what it would have been without Tim Carey portraying Pennywise and Tommy Lee Wallace doing that made for TV version. I I don't know that it would have been this incredible book that everybody would look back and be like, oh, that's mm. just a masterpiece.
0: No, because it's it's really really long and you really have to immerse yourself to get into it. Like, yeah, you can't just pick it up. You got to be ready.
1: So I like it, but I think that had a lot to do with the miniseries for me, for sure. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, the the 2017, it was really good. So I think Stephen King, what I'm getting at, my conclusion, is I think Stephen King, while being a great American novelist, has benefited greatly from other people taking his work and making it beautiful.
0: Mm. Let me talk about... top tens i mean that 2017 it might be in mine
1: wow top 10 i fucking loved
0: it so Ooh. i loved it so much that was a good movie so good um and then another one that obviously i have to watch before halloween kills i do have to watch 2018 halloween uh, i've promised you and joe that
1: yep play it again angus Yep, halloween 2018. play it again play
0: it again angus boy um halloween 2018 i think i mean i i maybe i can like set it up so that i'm watching it after the podcaster scene.
1: Okay. Yeah. After the, the big open, the, the oh, cold man. open. I
0: hated that. <laughs> I hated that so much. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't get over it.
1: Hey. <laughs> I, it's, it's pretty stupid. It's yeah. a pretty. I, for all the talk and all the hype leading up to the movie, for that to be like the start is like, ooh.
0: Not a strong start. No. Relevant. But yeah. just done wrong. Yeah. Because, like, you know, everybody has a podcast. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, to have, you know, his actual mask that he wore and had him feel, mm-hmm. and be like, is this what you want? <laughs> like, get out of here. Stop that. <laughs> yeah. So play it again, Angus. Halloween 2018. Say something. Yeah. See if I can, <laughs> see if I can jump over that. Um, Oh, good though. Hey, it's one of those ones where it's like I, 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 I gotta give it a fair shake. Sure, I gotta give it a fair shake. That, um, bu, 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 what's another one that I wanted? to – There's something else that was in my head, and it, I, I lost it. I, 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 I couldn't remember which it was, and all I can think about is like I keep thinking that it was the Wicker Man, but it's not the Wicker Man. It's that I'm just disappointed and like when I mentioned it, how much I loved how the TV version to movie version, how much I loved the movie version. And whereas like the Wicker man got a remake that was just atrocious. Yeah. Just an absolute waste of an incredible, you know, story to use with the dang bees.
1: Oh yeah. Cause you were, I mean, you told me about, there was a period where we tried to, go back and watch as many of the old like classics yeah. that we could as yeah. we discovered them. And when you finally saw the wicker man, you're like, "No, dude, like this is you have to watch it." So I was excited.
0: And your dad had it.
1: He he did have it. Um but yeah, when we watched the new one. So I watched the old one finally, it was awesome as you mm-hmm. had said, and we watched the new one and that was yeah. Uh, something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what one I really want to watch again? Mm. House of Wax from two thousand five. Ah, throw that on there. I was like, you know what, Supernatural. What's his name? Uh, Jared Jared pa- Padlecki. Padlecki's in it. <laughs> so and Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton and the guy from My Cousin Skeeter. Mm-hmm. And of course, Alicia Cuthbert. Alicia Cuthbert.
1: Uh, Kim Bauer.
0: Yep. <laughs> what a what a dime. <laughs> hey, uh, we're not like that.
1: 05 House of Wax is definitely worth watching again. I haven't seen it in so long, but I used to love that movie.
0: It's so good. It's so much fun. And and I know when we first started this, when I like, we've seen the two originals. If if you watch the original House of Wax, it's not a remake of the original House of Wax. The Vincent Price House of Wax, it's not. It is actually a remake of another one that we saw, Mannequin, but mixed with House of Wax. The storyline's exactly Mannequin, but they use the wax... To kinda liven it up a little bit.
1: So mannequin so, is that the romantic comedy?
0: N- n- no. Okay.
1: I'm sorry, sorry. Not
0: not not the mannequin set in Philadelphia, the yes. romantic comedy. <laughs> I'm it's way off. The one that we watched a long time ago in the basement where it was just like, like what was what was the line that the thing would say? It's just like come here, little girl. And oh. it's like hidden in a it was like a kind of a slasher. It's the exact same plot as
1: not tourist trap, was it?
0: Uh, is it tourist trap? Because we liked tourist trap. Is it tourist trap and there's all mannequins and I keep calling it mannequin. I
1: don't know.
0: It is. Oh, it was tourist trap. It is the tour- It is tourist trap, and ah. I keep calling it mannequin because in tourist trap, it's mannequins, Got not it. wax people. Right. How about that? So. Wow! But well, hey, shout out to Little Ed. I don't know if he's coming into the mics, but he's making a show debut. Maybe.
1: Yeah, we're uh, we're setting up new studio space that's going to be all ready for the video that we keep talking about. That's going to happen. Yeah. I know they. they if you're if, if you're a regular Red River Horror podcast listener, you can say, "Play it again, Joe and Eddie." Yeah. With the damn video, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming.
0: I think I think we set aside a time where we watch Vincent Price's House of Wax. Yep. Taurus Trap. And then a 2005, make a little make a little day out of it. Totally game for that. Yeah, that'd be great. We yeah, yeah. haven't done marathons in forever. There's no
1: time. There's no time. But
0: we'll find time.
1: But next summer, uh, just, just a little spoiler alert, Joe has a pool. <laughs> so we can not only do outdoor viewings here, but we, now we have a pool. We can sit poolside.
0: <laughs> Set up the screen and float.
1: Yeah. And there are, there We are, could pull that off. Absolutely.
0: We could definitely pull that we off. We could
1: totally pull that <laughs> off. So maybe not all the play it again Angus films will make it this year, but for me, I want to see Phantasm 1 to 5 again, Christine, uh, which I do always watch in the Halloween season anyway. Uh, there was another play it again for me, but I can't remember. Joe, what was your play it's it again? It's all against? good.
0: The, big, the most important one is John Carpenter's Vampires. Yeah. Absolutely got to watch that one again. Halloween 2018, Donnie Darko, I need to, so that I'm ready to talk about it. Yep. And um, the 2005, is it 2005 or 2004? 2005 House of Wax. 2005 House of Wax. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So if you can hear little Eddie.
0: He's he's exercising his pipes. Leave mm, him alone. Yeah. So, but on that note, you can do, you know, let's call it a day from here. And also here's the thing. Send us your suggestions on things that you want to watch again, but also what car would win in a race. Is Eddie wrong? Could the Impala take the Barracuda? Maybe we'll find out. We'll throw that out there.
1: And we'll put a poll up. Yeah. So so I guess it would be for the Impala? So the 67 Impala from Supernatural, Mm -hmm. the 58 Plymouth Fury from Christine, Christine. well, it is Christine, and the Barracuda, the 71 Barracuda from Phantasm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Joe, this has been a lot of fun, man. I'm I'm Eddie Eddie. Chiazzo. Uh, uh, Again, hit us at Red River Horror. We will put that car pole up there. Mm -hmm. Play it again. Angus, Joe, I'm out
0: yes and if you can't remember who angus is that's angus scrim actor who played the tall man in our beloved phantasm series r.i.p he passed away just before phantasm 5 came out Mm -hmm. and of course you can find me at red river joe on twitter and remember to keep traveling those channels of fear